Okay, here we go. Um, yes. Welcome to Josh uh, Christ Talk. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Christ Talk on um, July 3rd, 2023. To do it today, we have Alan Ty here with us. I want to give a special thanks to Wingate TV, Transform You Media, Zach with Pack Channel, and Jay Stoyan with Disability Channel for hosting our shows. Be sure to, uh, to share and subscribe our page wherever you found this. Now let's get started on the show. Um, today I have Alan Ty with us. Uh, Alan is a scientist and he is, uh, if you go back to some of our earlier podcasts, we talk about a lot of different things. Um, what's cool about this one is uh, we're going to be talking about uh, crucial relationships in our life. Um, so um, let's start here. Um, you start out with your blog that you sent me, your most important relationships in life um, should be whom you were from and to whom you will be with. When you extend your lifetime span to your beginning on earth, and assume the biological considerations of the relationships uh, to whom you are from. They were your parents. Okay, Alan, can you explain about that a little bit more fully? Uh, so we, what we get, so we can understand what you're talking about, crucial relationships. Yes, uh, as a human being, when we grow up, uh, just the beginning of the life, the most important, uh, I mean, entity you can realize, uh, even you don't remember very loud, uh, is your parent, uh, your father and mother. Uh, I mean, both of them is or are needed, uh, related to uh, generate the life that uh, start uh, of you, everyone like that. Uh, regardless, uh, where are you and how old are you? Uh, so when we look at the beginning of our life, uh, it is because the the parent uh, that they uh, get together. Uh, so uh, as we go up, then we learn how to interact with this relationship. Uh, but when we are baby, we don't know how to express our love. We just uh, physically uh for example when we're hungry we just cry and uh but the parent with her love uh particularly the mother she takes good care of us when we go up and uh give us the food or milk and uh also uh give us uh, the comfort of uh for example a uh, place to stay, uh, security at home so that we can go up and uh, when we learn something uh, full interact with our parents, uh, this relationship uh, become uh, is expanding. Uh, of course, starting from our parents, but eventually it will expand into other people. And when we go further and further older, uh, like elementary school uh, and high school, and then become an adult, uh, 
you will find that a relationship with each other is very important. That also shape uh, what you become and uh, also uh, give you the wisdom to interact and uh, learning, learning the basic skill, uh, whether it's the language, communication, and understanding, uh, or uh, so that you can be uh, go up successfully uh so called uh and then uh, we right now uh whatever age you are in uh as long as you have a good relationship uh with uh horizontally uh basically uh this uh world uh start with your parent and then eventually uh, expand to more people so this the one of the relationship which is important uh so that's the background of this talk but I will expand into uh, the vertical dimension of the relationship uh, with uh, the heavenly father, uh, the earthly father or the mother is important for us to go up. But vertically uh, or spiritual okay. dimension is more important. Can I ask you, can I ask you a question? Um, sure, it's, sure. You, I use uh, the roadmap of life's relationship. Was this something you made up uh, the roadmap, or was this? Uh, did you get this from some or somebody? No, I when I write my book, uh, which I discussed uh, some time ago, uh, a physicist uh, perspective perspective for, on God. Uh, actually, uh, in the page one one eight in the hard copy, uh, the soft copy mm -hmm. Kindle version may be different. Uh, it's already have this uh, roadmap, uh, so that's the uh, things I was uh, talking along. But as uh, this book was uh, published uh, more than two years ago, uh, so I uh, generate more thought uh, and then make it even more easy to understand uh, starting from the single circle uh, first. Okay. Uh, Eventually, it's uh, it is a full circle. But uh, today, I will mention just uh, just the one circle uh, with a human being inside. Okay. So the book you wrote, put the book up again uh, so we can see it, the cover. Yep. And it says a physicist perspective on God, and you wrote this book. Um, and it's very interesting. I actually read it myself, and it had a lot of very interesting things in there. Um, Alan Tai, and it's got scienceandlife.org. That's your website. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And you can find the link for that book in the website itself. Exactly. That's right. Okay. Good. Thank you. Um, so let me ask you another question. There are actually three, uh, three aspects to this. One is a physical one, one is a psychological, and then one is a spiritual aspect. Can you uh, expound on those three a just a little bit? Okay, yeah. Uh, physical aspect, I already talked a little bit, uh, but most important is uh, related with uh, this universe uh that we live in whether it's in the earth or the heaven uh the universe that uh 
within uh, we live so that the law of physics is applied. Uh, that means uh, whether it's the Newton's law and uh, all the uh, electricity law, uh, all this is the uh, physical. Uh, so they follow the basic uh, law of physics. However, when they come to psychological, it is related with the soul, uh, the mind, and uh, it's more than the brain. The brain is physical, uh, which uh, involves uh, all the love, uh, all the neurology, physically. But uh, human beings, more than physical, uh, we have a psychology inside, uh, which is uh, including uh, the mind, uh, all the emotion, and the will, uh, which generate the uh, sometimes uh, the Bible call it the soul, uh, so that we can uh, be uh, much, much more uh, so-called capability to express something uh, unique that uh, all the animal on earth uh, so far cannot uh, compare. Uh, we are much, much superior, superior than any animal uh, on earth because we have a special uh soul uh, or the uh mind uh that uh exists everyone can uh really uh communicate with other using language all this so this is the psychological uh aspect uh but why we are so different uh deeper than that there's a spiritual dimension uh the bible uh call it uh we have a uh, human spirit uh which is even more unique uh than the soul we have because uh, this uh, human spirit is uh have the capability to communicate with god but because uh our ancestor uh adam and eve uh disobey god so this uh human spirit was functionally uh not working uh and the bible called uh there is some blockage uh between god and human being uh so we cannot okay. directly communicate with uh, god anymore since uh, we disobey god and uh, uh the bible called it a sin uh however uh, god loves us so he uh come uh as a human being uh, but actually it is god incarnated uh in human wet flesh uh, so jesus christ is both uh god and man so this he opened up the dimension of spiritually uh human being can have access and come back to god uh through the only channel jesus christ uh so that's the spiritual dimension which most people ignore or didn't aware uh that's uh, uh because we only involve uh, the physical part uh we eat our food we do things in uh within the law of physics uh which is god give us this uh common grace uh however there's a special grace through jesus christ uh and we can have a spiritual dimension that come back to god's uh during pace or his home uh, which is above 
this uh, physical universe. Uh, so just like last time, I mentioned a little bit multiverse, uh, but behind this universe, there is a spiritual dimension. We call it uh, even uh, different from the time and space uh, as our current universe. Uh, that's the spiritual dimension. I will talk a little more uh, today. Okay. Um, uh, it says the body needs the software or the soul to function and behave as a human being. What does that mean exactly, the software you said? I just use the analogy as a computer, okay? Uh, so, of course, a human being is much more complicated uh, than the computer. Uh, but using the analogy, simple example, to illustrate uh, this, uh, the difference, uh, give us some idea. So the software uh, of a computer is the most important, uh, which is uh, generate all the execution, all the things that uh, we'll do for a computer, okay? But it needs the hardware okay. uh, to contain uh, all the uh, embedded software uh, so that it can function as a normal computer. Uh, but if you only have hardware, you don't have the software, it won't work. Uh, you know all this, right? If uh, you have okay. a cell phone, uh, you try to set up, there's something wrong because the, uh, the, the, uh, maybe the procedure or the command you enter is wrong. Or the, so there's a blockage uh, that uh, cannot go through if you only have hardware. But you need the normal software. Uh, same thing, analogy, human being need the soul. The soul is the, uh, just like the software of the computer, but which is more complicated human being. It's just uh, the soul uh, is representing us, uh, which uh, it can be uh, whatever our mind thinking. For example, I can uh, hold my book uh, okay. using the hardware I have, which is my hand. So I need to execute a command in my mind, which most people is not aware, right? But in the reality, you have a thought that I need to hold this book, then the whole uh, procedure is very complicated, but because we get used to it, uh, if you program a robot to do this, you know there's so many commands in, involved, but our mind is much more are capable. Uh, we don't need to do the programming in our mind. We just tell our hand to hold the book and then hold it like this. Uh, so it is uh, the soul that uh, really behind uh, everyone that do the things uh, that we interact with others and build relationship with others also. Okay. Um, you then said here, the soul needs a lot of nourishment, education, learning, experience, and interacting with others to build even more relationships. Where is and what is the soul exactly? Yeah, uh, the soul, uh, I mean, as I say, uh, the soul is, uh, can be uh, real as 
including uh, the mind, the emotion, and the will. When you ask me where, uh, it is much more complicated. I mean, most people thought it's inside your brain, that's your soul. But I think as a physicist, I know for so-called quantum entanglement and uh, our soul, uh, maybe, I mean, uh, impacted inside our brain, but in terms of information and the things uh, that is uh, uh, really exist, it could be another dimension. Uh, uh, it, I mean, somewhere in this universe, uh, there is uh, a soul, uh, of course, and uh, if our, our body damage, our soul will suffer. But when our body dies, the soul actually still exists somewhere. I I don't know where you sit right now, if you ask me. Uh, but well, let somehow, me ask you a question. That, uh, yeah. that was a good thing that you just brought up when we die. Uh, obviously, the physical is no longer functioning, right? Exactly. Um, so, right. So the soul and the spirit, are they one and the same? Are they two separate uh, entities? And do they go on to the next, uh, I guess, next stop? Um, so can you explain that a little bit, the soul and the uh, spirit? Yeah. The best way to understand the difference between the spirit and soul is from the Bible because uh, the creator know what the human being look like. So the spirit is to mainly communicate directly with God, but that part was uh, functionally not working because uh, our soul uh, of everyone uh, since we born have this, uh, disobedient to God. So basically it passed on from the generation. Uh, so everyone is uh, only have a soul and body with a dysfunctional spirit. Uh, so let me read you uh, one of the passage uh, about the, uh, the, let's see, the first uh, person, Longlians, uh, well, actually, let's see, uh, the, uh, maybe I should read you, uh, the Hebrew, Hebrew, yeah, Hebrew, the book of Hebrew, uh, there are different Bible verses. Uh, let's see. Go ahead, take your time. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I find it. Uh, the Hebrew chapter four. Okay, chapter four. Uh, if you have the Bible, uh, go to the New Testament, Hebrew chapter four, uh, verses 12. For the word of God is alive and active sharper than any double-edged spot. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit. Okay? Dividing soul okay. and spirit. Uh, most people thought they are 
one thing. I mean, it's uh, invisible. It's different from the physical body. The body is very obvious, right? So you you kick your hand, you can hear the sound, or all this is the physical part. But inside our uh, deepest human being, uh, inner man, sometimes we call, uh, there is a soul. Uh, but the Bible even say that the word of God can be penetrated even to dividing the soul and spirit just like the joints and marrow if you uh just example eating a, uh something a uh the the, the if you have uh, see a a bone uh from a cow for example when you cut it there is a joint and marrow the marrow is deeper than the joint okay so there's something true inside it's just an example the bible is very interesting using so so many examples yeah so uh it judges it again uh the difference is the word of god it judged the thought and attitude of the heart nothing in all creation is hidden from god's sight everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account okay god is in spiritual dimension so whatever we do whatever we think god will understand okay uh but the human being have this uh, human spirit is not functioning but when it can be functioning is when we receive the work of god because it penetrates it like a double edge sword uh it can activate our human spirit so that we can function uh the spirit can function again to communicate with god that is what the bible say born again okay uh right, we, right, when, right. We born, when we born we have a physical body and a soul uh but the spirit deep inside is not functioning but when we go up and hear the gospel and uh accept jesus christ jesus christ is the word of god become flesh but in a reality we read the bible what jesus tell us we hear the gospel we repent what we have uh, disobeyed god and then uh, put our faith and trust in jesus christ then jesus christ's spirit come into our human spirit and activate our human spirit so that we can function and communicate and born again and then build an eternal relation with god uh, but the moment we be, uh, believe, it's just the starting point. So we will still going up uh, to have an even better relation every day when we communicate with God. Uh, so this uh, relationship is eternal, a spiritual dimension. So that's the difference between the soul and spirit. So when we... So when uh, yeah. Jesus went up, and he said he was going to leave a helper for us uh, the holy spirit right um so at that point um the, the holy spirit is also coming into us as a physical creature um does that holy spirit stay with us once we die well the bible again i to uh quote from the revelation of god and also uh verify validate with our experience 
or if you are a Christian, if you believe in God, uh, then the Holy Spirit will dwell inside of us, uh, including the soul and the human spirit. It activates us and helps us to think just like what I just read. Uh, is the, the word of God is like a double-edged uh, sword. And it can judge the thought and attitude. So, for example, our soul want to do something wrong. The spirit will remind us, hey, don't do this. You have to go back to God. Uh, God don't want to you to, for example, to uh, to uh, to stole or to steal uh, other people's uh, property or of uh, the things that belong to others, right? So which is against uh, the, not only the uh, ten compartment, but in that case, the Holy Spirit will teach you not to do something wrong. In the past, uh, Old Testament, we only have the Old Commandment and we use our soul to determine uh, whether we should keep the commandment or do it or don't do it. We're always fighting each other inside. So the, by the mo moment we know that we shouldn't do it, uh, even Paul say uh, in Romans uh, 7 that uh, he know that God's law is good, but by the time that uh, the things that he don't want to do, he do it. But the thing he not supposed to do it, uh, he do it. But the thing he's supposed to do, he don't do it. So this is just uh, the soul uh, struggling. But when the human spirit activated, the Holy Spirit actually connected with our Holy Spirit, I mean human spirit, become one. Then the spiritual dimension will help us to guide us to live in peace and God, instead of pleasing our flesh. Uh, so in that case, the Holy Spirit is helping us to live properly. But once we die, our physical body die, but the spirit and the soul still exist, the human spirit and our soul exist. And then from the Bible uh, that it tells us when Jesus come back, we will resurrect it. And we have a new glorified body, everyone. Uh, when we put our trust in Jesus Christ, because uh, He is the Creator and He is the Redeemer, He can uh, save us uh, from the corruption of this world. And uh, while we are still on the earth, He helping us to live, to love each other, to love God, and love others. I build a eternal relations with God first. And then automatically you have good relation with others. You love uh, your your spouse. You love your neighbor. Uh, so, and then once we die, then uh, we are waiting for Jesus Christ right now. Uh, the Bible tells us he's uh, in heaven, but his Trinity, his Triune God, he still communicate with us through the Spirit. Uh, but one day when he come back. Jesus Christ to judge the world, then in that case, at that moment, we will have a new glorified body. 
And okay, let me ask you a question. This goes yeah. right along with that. Um, okay. So when you die, um, a lot of people think you go straight to heaven and you start having a relationship. But it doesn't sound like that from the Bible. That's what's ha going to happen. It says you will be resurrected. So uh, before you're resurrected, where are you at at that point? Where are all the rest of the people that have died? Uh, well, since, they're not in, since they're not in heaven at that point, are they uh, in a place, a holding a holding uh, pen or a holding uh, place? Um, okay. A very good question. Remember when Jesus Christ died? If you read the Bible, when he right. crucified, there is uh, two uh, robbery, uh, one on the left, one on the right. Okay? It represents the whole picture of the human being. Everyone has a free will, whether he accepts Jesus Christ uh, or come to Jesus Christ uh, so that we can get uh, the mercy and grace. Okay, so one of the robbery don't believe Jesus. He even uh, uh, just uh, laugh at Jesus that uh, uh, because he, he heard that uh, Jesus Christ died as the uh, savior. So, but he don't believe that. Uh, so he uh, mm. basically reject Christ as the savior. But one on the other side, uh, the one that asked uh, Jesus to remember him, he even revealed right. the other robbery that uh, we deserve as the uh, robbery, uh, the crime we committed uh, to be crucified. But Jesus is not deserved because he don't have sin. Uh, so he just asked uh, Jesus to remember him. Uh, that means his heart already changed. He repent. He asked uh, Jesus to remember him. Uh, what the Bible says is amazing. Uh, if you remember, uh, Jesus tell him, uh, today you will be in the paradise right oh so is paradise is paradise that location that's yeah paradise is not heaven right uh heaven well, and paradise are two different things right is that correct theology that's a different interpretation okay some people think that this uh maybe another dimension of a heaven uh just so that they hold the uh, the soul, uh, waiting for Jesus Christ to uh, come back, so so that we will one day uh, fully rested, rested with a glorified body. So there's a different uh, interpretation in Old Testament. When people die, it was in the Hades, H A D E S, right. in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, uh, I think it's uh, because of uh, the story I just told you. Uh, Jesus Christ actually told that uh, both uh, bodily, uh, the robbery, the physical uh, body was dead uh, for sure. Uh, so he physically body, he didn't resurrect at the Jesus time, but his soul and the spirit was in the paradise. Uh, if you ask me where is it, there's somewhere God will know for sure uh it is maybe different dimension uh not in this uh, universe uh somewhere <laughs> okay okay interesting 
complicated, isn't it? It's a mystery. I think uh, God could explain it as much as he could uh, right. in the Bible, but there was only so much we could understand. It would be like trying to explain what fighter jets are to people that lived 200 years ago. They didn't I even think human, being, human beings could fly. And now we have huh. these jets or rockets that are going to the out to the stars. This is something that was inconceivable. So how could people understand uh, what that was? So I think there's a lot of things that are going on uh, uh -huh. in the other dimension and the, in the other world. God could explain as much as he could for our understanding what heaven was like. Uh, but there was only so much that we would we would understand, you know. So I think um, that's what's going on here too. Um, obviously, it's a it's a complicated thing, and we probably understand as much as we need to. Um, um, at, you said at the end, as described in Scripture, God breathed breath the breath the spirit of life into the human. And that was in Genesis 2, 7, the best uh -huh. of his creation. So he breathed that. Um, so he breathed that into the human. So is it, um, did he breathe life into animals and even, uh, um, you know, um, uh, foliage and stuff like that? Or was it just humans that he breathed the breath of life into? I believe uh, the Bible, uh, what the Bible say, uh, that uh, he uh, breathed uh, his uh, Holy Spirit, the breath of life, uh, into human being uh, that uh, was created, a human being uh, in the image of God, uh, in the likeness of God. Uh, but for the animal, uh, he had the power to create the animal. Uh, but However, the animal do not have the spirit. Uh, so it, the animal can have uh, the soul. Uh, so uh, that's, that's what I think based on the Bible. Yeah, the uh, human being is very unique, uh, different from uh, uh, or more superior uh, than any animal. Uh, God actually asked uh, Adam and Eve to, uh, to take good care of the uh the uh, not only the animal but the uh the fish in the sea and the bird in the heaven uh so that uh we can uh be like a uh a, someone to take good care of uh, god's uh, environment uh that god give us to live in this earth uh so uh yes human being is very unique uh so that's why i like to use the a very simple uh geometry to represent the human being uh within this universe like a circle if you a circle okay just like uh the four circle i use but this time i make it more simple uh just focus on one circle so one circle human being is inside this circle within this universe uh there's a law of physics so a human being was uh, confined in this universe uh whatever we do we cannot uh 
get outside this uh, universe. There's no way we can get out unless uh, Jesus Christ, he is above all. Uh, he is from heaven. Uh, this not only the uh, this universe heaven, but the third heaven that he can uh, penetrate into our universe. Okay, so in that case, uh, when I uh, read the Bible, let me uh, read uh, Hebrew 1. I was uh, reading Hebrew 4 before that, but uh, human. I mean, Hebrew 1 is even more amazing uh, that I read uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 2 and 3. Uh, it is related with the uh, talk about Jesus Christ. Uh, but in this last day, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustain all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sin, he sit down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. These two verses in the Bible, it gives us an overview of who is Jesus Christ. So in the past, we always think uh, maybe Jesus Christ is a savior, that's correct. Uh, however, these two words give you the resume uh, in seven aspects. Uh, Jesus Christ has uh, much more than uh, this uh, description, but this is some kind of a summary or resume of Jesus Christ uh, that, uh, so that we can trust uh, in him and build an eternal relationship okay so let me after reading the two verses let me read you the seven aspects in his resume okay the first one is god spoke to us through jesus christ so the number one the word okay okay that's the word right. uh the first aspect of the resume uh he have uh Number two, he upon hair of all things. That means he's the owner of this whole universe. Human being think about the circle I use as example. So he owns the whole universe where we human being live inside uh, from the circle. I mean, uh, that's within this, but he's outside this circle. So he owns uh, the human being uh the all things within this uh universe okay and through whom also he make the universe uh this one versus if you look at the original language the original language is he create the ages it means uh the time he create the time okay just like the genesis uh, chapter one uh, verse one and two in the beginning god create the heaven and the earth but actually the original language also mean everything including the time and space okay so he have the control of all the time uh because he is the beginning he is the end 
He's the first and he's the last. That's what the Bible tells us, Jesus Christ, in the Revelation. Uh, he keeps telling us he's the first and he's the last. He destiny everyone have a unique time to live in this universe. Okay? Uh, so our parents, uh, or grandparents, uh, they already, most of the grandparents or great 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 grandparents, they live in this earth at the designated time and at the designated location or space. Okay? So everyone was determined to live in certain time and certain space. Okay? So that's why I use a circle uh, to represent uh, the human being inside. We are so constrained. And God was controlled in this one dimension. He looked inside our heart. And he assigned where we live, and he assigned where how long we can live, and where we will live. This is amazing. So from these two words, I was opened up uh, recently by rethinking, learning more about the Bible. Every day we learn more about the Bible. But this recently, when I reviewed the Hebrew chapter one, it talk about uh, the resume of jesus christ from seven aspects okay uh jesus christ have more but uh here just by reading it is amazing so he is the word oh. of god and he is the owner of this universe he's the creation of the time or the ages okay and then he's right. the radiance of god's glory in uh, verse 3 chapter 1 of hebrews radiance of god's glory and the exact representation of his being okay so this is the number four that by uh reading some of the weapons that uh god's wisdom uh jesus christ is his wisdom can best describe this uh radiance of god's glory and the exact representation of his being that means jesus christ is god's wisdom okay he is exact representation of his being uh, and then um uh, hold the on one second. I, yeah i Go think ahead. i think um i think evolution is at complete odds with uh scripture um because it said that we were breathed uh god breathed himself into us to create us but evolution says we are we are still animal, okay? And we come from other animals, so we're really not any different than animals in the in the um, in the res in that respect. And that uh, we're no different than um, animals because we came from them. But the Bible clearly states that God breathed his his uh, essence into the human being. Um, so that's where um, some scientists, and I know you don't believe in evolution, and nor nor do I, okay. uh, because it's absolutely too complicated, and they've never been able to make uh, even all the best uh, laboratories in the on the planet have not been able to make life from non-life. It has not happened, and they can't really watch and watch a a, a creature. Uh, evolve into something else. 
Um, so I know you believe in that. But this is this is where the loggerheads happen with um, with uh, life and non-life and uh, human beings and life. Um, you know, I it just it just seems saddens me. And I I was a real believer in evolution at one time until I really under, began to understand what was behind evolution and uh, if it was possible and all the discussions and all that kind of thing. So, um, and, and I think you probably believe the same thing about evolution. It, it just, uh, because the word of God says, that's not how we were, we were made. That's how, that's how, not how we were formed. We were formed by God, especially for his good will. Um, human beings, especially. So um, I just want to leave it there. Um, uh, what do you think about that with evolution? Okay. The evolution is uh, basically try to explain whatever the uh, sample they collect uh, full force it and observe uh, how the uh living things uh including animal that they can uh adapt into living into a new environment okay so uh for example uh human being uh if you always live in the equator uh eventually after a few generations your skin will get darker Okay, so this is just the thing that uh, living being try to adapt, not only human being, but all the other animals. If you put into different environment, they may uh, slowly adjust itself. It God gives this capability for all the human being to adjust to the environment, but there's an invitation. That, that's what they call um, microevolution. Is that correct? Uh, that uh, the the creature that is there will evolve to a certain degree, but not right. change. Uh, so the what we're not talking about. So that's microevolution. So macroevolution is when they're talking about where an animal turns into another type of animal. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about microevolution. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Right. Uh, so the evolution, if they talk about micro, uh, we do agree there's some scientific fact, uh, full mutation and adaption of the environment. But we don't have uh, strong evidence or forces that tell us that uh, the uh, dog can evolve, become a monkey. We don't have that uh, force. Record. So in Genesis uh, chapter one, God already say all the animal was created according to its kind. So if the dog, it always uh, is dog. God created. Uh, but within dog, you have uh, so many different kind of dog. If you walk in the park, you will see there's a small dog, big dog, medium dog. But we don't see a dog become a cat or the cat become a dog so that's the limitation that boundary they uh, uh was assigned by god uh, because he is the owner of this universe he has the wisdom to create uh all the 
living thing in this uh, earth uh, so that uh, human being is the best creation in his uh, all the uh, creative thing. Uh, so the Bible can explain the origin of this universe and the origin of life, but evolution can never. They cannot explain uh, the origin uh, of universe uh not along uh about the origin of life no scientists can create life without starting something from a cell or right. life okay. yeah right right that's a very good point you made there uh science can't explain the creation of life uh all they can do is uh piggyback on what has already been created uh but they can't uh make life from non-life it's just uh right it's, it's too complicated it's a very very complicated issue and yeah, that's why i think there are so many scientists today i actually belong to another science group you and i belong to it's uh, uh hugh ross and uh, rtv reasons to believe and they talk about uh uh, the, not only the the age of the universe, but also about evolution in, in detail, and we talk about that. But there, I have found a, a website that has over 1,000 scientists that belong to it um, that have problems with evolution. These are people uh, like yourself, a scientist, but uh, work in the field of evolution, and, and now they're coming up with all kinds of uh uh, situations and saying, hey, there's a problem here. This <laughs> does not work. Uh, uh, Darwin's evolution is, uh, you know, when Dar Darwin lived and he went and saw, what, what, 150 years ago, and he saw things changing, but he realized there was a lot that he didn't know yet. And even now, with uh, as far as science has gone, they just, it, it baffles them uh that life can come from it's not coming out of a primordial soup uh and it's uh uncomplicated or it's very, very simple you look at the planet now uh and the most simple organism is very complicated how it functions and that's why they're saying it that can't come from a primordial soup where it was very uh simple so nothing is simple no, nothing is simple, and I think God designed it that way to baffle human beings until the end. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's why. Uh, let me finish uh, the uh, last uh, three item. That when okay, go ahead. Uh, the Hebrew the is even more amazing. God, not only the owner, the creator, but He is the one sustaining all things by His powerful word. That means whatever we live in. Behind God, continue to sustain the whole thing, so that, for example, the Earth can orbit the Sun in a desolated uh, orbit created by God. So His wisdom was uh, to make things work as He already designed. So He sustained all things by His powerful word. Uh, he's still working after the creation. Uh, and then the last two is even more amazing. He come to this earth and then he, after he had provided purification for sins, that is in the last uh, 
uh, I mean, in the uh, Hebrew 1, chapter 1, uh, verse 3, purification uh, for sin, that means uh, he died in the cross, shed the blood, and so that when we accept Christ, his breath can purify us. This is the mystery. But only Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God, he has the capability to purify our sin. No one can, uh, not in any physical uh, body, uh, not any human being, not any Supreme Court uh, can purify uh, for the sin, only Jesus Christ, he's the creator. He purifies us uh, for the sin. And then the last item described as his resume uh, here is, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. Right now, he accomplished this salvation. He's uh, in the heavenly realm, but he communicate with us through the spirit so, so that we can build an eternal crucial relationship. Uh, that is the uh, the topic of today's uh, discussion. That through Jesus Christ, we can communicate and we can pray to God. He is uh, in the right hand, right hand of the Majesty. That means a very important uh, of the Majesty in a world that is uh, in heaven. Uh, but through the Spirit, He pray for us. He also sustain for us. He protect us. He guide us when we turn to Him. When we read the Bible, when we uh, talk with the Holy Spirit, hear His voice. Uh, when we walk with Christ and we keep the word of Christ patient, uh, and we open when He lock the door, we hear the voice and open our heart and connect to Him. All this is amazing. We can build an eternal relationship, a crucial relationship. That's the most important thing that human being can build a relation. Other than our parents, other than our friends, our spouse, our uh, children, uh, cousin. But all this is important. But the most crucial relationship is build an eternal, eternal. I'm talking about eternal spiritual dimension with our Creator, our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, uh, because that will last forever. The rest of the relation one day will be passed away uh, when we die. But we have this hope, the hope of glory. We are resurrected uh, because Jesus Christ already resurrected, waiting for us. Uh, he wants to transform us. We want, he wants our spirit to life, to grow up, to learn how to live, Christ, representing Christ to uh, share the gospel, just like uh, John, what you are doing here. Uh, we have uh, this podcast, share our science right. and faith, right? right? Uh, in a sense, yeah. we share with others about the good news, the salvation of Jesus Christ, only for him that we can secure, anchor our soul in eternal salvation and eternal uh, relationship with God, uh, our Creator. So that is the most important uh, and this is the summary of today's talk also. Yeah, isn't that amazing? We have the Creator of the universe and there are trillions and trillions of stars and galaxies in this universe. 
and that we have a God that wants to have a personal relationship, and he has set this up. Um, you know, God could have, if he wanted to, but it wouldn't have made any sense. He could have made a second universe and used that to uh, take away the sins of the world, or he made another human. So there's nothing that he could make that would do that as effectively as it was himself. It had to be himself. He had to give himself up uh, for the sins of us human beings. I just, uh, I just find it uh, amazing that he's willing to do that for us. And all we got to do is accept it and to understand um, what this wonderful entity is, this, this God is. Who is he and what is he? And we will probably spend an eternity really trying to get a handle on who this God is, you know, and who Jesus Christ was completely and the Holy Spirit. You know, I know they were three and one, and I know that's a great mystery also, but it's all part of God himself. I am just happy. What? Yeah. I'm just happy that he wants that relationship with me. Uh, Go ahead, show that for us. Yeah. So, that's why I use the this world map. Uh, next time, maybe I just uh, condense into one page, uh, one circle at a time. But okay, uh, if you look at that. This uh, is the world map. Uh, just like you say, uh, it is a mystery. But the Bible give us a pattern, a things that uh, we have to pay attention. So that's why I. Uh, generate this road map to help us to understand Bible so that when you read it, it's much more easy for to to understand, uh, to relate it uh, for all the items you just talked about, whether the soul, the spirit, and the body, and the father, and the son, the, and the spirit. You can see a little bit in here that uh, it gives you some some idea. And uh, so that's the four circle. Uh, so each circle represents one crucial uh, important uh, relationship uh, so that we can really uh, pay attention to it. But eventually, this is just a roadmap to help you to go your relationship or spiritual uh, relationship with God. Uh, so that uh, is uh, basically give you an idea uh, what uh, roadmap uh, to wisdom through science and life. That's the subtitle of my uh, book uh, for a physicist perspective perspective on God. So that is a subtitle. Uh, that's the whole map. So the full circle. And uh, it helps us you know, help me it, uh, a lot. Just, uh, I, we only got one minute left here and I want to kind of, but on your website, what we should do, because I help build your website. I'm a website sure. designer. Uh, we maybe uh, can have a PDF where people can download just that page where it would have those those three circles on it. Maybe we, uh, after the program here, we'll talk about it. Um, sure. So uh, I'm going to close us off right now. Alan will be back in another month here. Uh, so um, I'm going to close here. Thank you, everyone who is here with us today. Um, our next episode of Jaws Christ Talk will be aired on August 7th when Alan will be back with us. 
Uh, be sure to subscribe to our channel page where you have found us and check out our website and my website and Alan's website uh, to find out more about this and other shows. Until next time, we wish you a productive and enjoyable week and happy 4th of July. Okay. Okay, okay great.